everyone welcome to a new episode of the product led marketing show presented by the product led marketing community in this podcast series we feature the top marketers from the plg companies all over the world today we have jen steel who is the vp of marketing at reprise she's a well known marketing leader with over 20 years of experience and has held senior marketing leadership roles at companies like hubspot visible and amazon she's one of the earliest members of the community and she did a session at her last year's blast off conference as well hi jen how are you doing I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing great. We ask all our guests about how they started off their PLG journey. When did you start yours and what did you have to learn or unlearn when you switched over to the product level? So that's an interesting question because honestly, when I first heard the words product-led growth, I was like, you mean freemium? But then as I have gotten more and more involved in product-led growth and realizing, duh, people want to see your product, I realized that I was actually involved with product-led growth as early as I believe 2011 when I worked at AWS because of course the AWS model is that they have a free tier that you can come in and you can develop to and then you start paying money and lo and behold that is product-led right the first thing you do is check out the product and I worked at another company that had you know free access to some API endpoints for developers so uh, I think it's been around a lot longer it's only recently that we've started doing things that are a bit more like here's the SaaS product and here you can try it out but I've also heard cited a lot that HubSpot website grader is one of the earliest examples of of product led growth and of course I was at HubSpot in 2009 so technically I guess it's been over a decade but I've only actually had my brain around it for a year or two you come from a product marketing background back when inbound marketing was all the rage yeah, what yeah. all have changed in the role of a product marketer in plg and did you observe anything that stayed the same over the years i mean so of course, for many, many, many years, and possibly still today, the role of product marketing in every single company was different. But the one thing that has never changed is it's the product marketer's job to know who you're marketing to, who, and, and then how to talk to them and how to do so through the product story. And so fundamentally, knowing your personas, knowing who you're talking to, that has not changed. In fact, that is more vital than ever before when you're talking about product-led growth. And in fact, not only do you have to look at buyer persona, you have to look at user persona if you're at a company where they're different, because of course it's the user persona coming in to use the product. But I will say that whereas before in non-product-led companies, as a product marketer, I would depend on the product team to just kind of throw something over the fence to me. Now it's more of a cycle because of course I'm marketing through a live version of the product sometimes on my website. And so I need to tell the product team, I've always fed market information back in, but now it's literally like, I need this feature to change or turn off that feature, right? It, it's easy, especially if you're very, very involved with your product led motion as a product marketer to have to put on a product manager hat for some of it. So you have held leadership roles at amazing companies, including being VP of marketing at Reprise. Your whole team at Reprise and you especially produce amazing content, right? We love your real PLG series and full funnel coffee talk. So what are your tips for leaders to build a superstar product-led marketing team? Well, that's interesting because I'm not sure that I have gotten it completely right. Like I feel like so many of us, because product-led growth is fairly new and we're only learning how to do it, you know, obviously from your questions, I think we've all figured out that you need really robust product marketing. Funny how that works. But you also need, your website presence has to be down pat. Driving content, you can actually think of it as you have to lead growth through content and then through product. Or you can even think of your product as another piece of content that you you market accordingly. So, and then of course, 
if you build it, they will come doesn't work, right? It only works in the movies. And so you still need traditional or demand gen or account-based marketing. Like just because people can sign up for free doesn't mean you can stop marketing your product. So aside from needing better depth in product marketing, you're almost just building a marketing team the way you're accustomed to. Reprise helps uh, GTM teams curate product experiences. You must have seen some amazing product tours and demo videos. Can you share some best practices for someone trying to place their product in the best light? So I'm going to try not to sell my own product, even though I'm absolutely obsessed with it. However, one thing we have learned from our customers is that people want to see the product super early, even if it's a screenshot in your content, right? Even if it's a screenshot in your thought leadership. And we have a lot of customers who put product tours on their website. They're guided, they're clicked through, there are a few screens, they show off a few features, tell people how to use it. And we have one customer who has actually said, so they have a free version, right? Their best customers on the free version, their best users have all viewed a tour of the free version first. So it's almost impossible, like from a best practice perspective, it's like, how do you immerse people in your product? How do you tell them to use it? How do you get them to qualify in and qualify out? And don't be afraid to use your product because your competitors have already seen it. So you don't have to be scared of that. So you are a champion of full funnel growth and you talked about it at Blast of 2021. Talking of product tools, for a user already in the funnel in or beyond the purchase stage, do you think we can still spark an aha moment with a product tour or demo? Or simply, how can product tours and demos help nudge a user already familiar with the product towards buying? I mean, no matter what, so your product is probably dynamic, right? So you can always show off a new feature, right? We use product tours to, to in our customer emails, right? To say, hey, did you know about this feature? And then instead of just dumping them into their own instance, we actually guide them through how to use it. And of course, with product-led growth, I, I'm sure you've heard this, people talk about sales reps actually start needing to act like customer success managers. And as such, you can use the same tools that you use to show the product and customer success in your sales process throughout the entire process so that you can highlight new things, call attention to things. Hey, I heard that you really needed to do this thing. Here's a quick product tour. Here's how you do it in our product. So do you have any career orders for someone starting out or thinking of advancing their career in product marketing? Absolutely. So first, let me tell you how I got into product marketing. So my first career was actually in IT. I used to run IT departments at law firms in Boston. And then I moved into marketing, but I moved into inbound marketing. I went to HubSpot and I, I learned how to do inbound marketing. So basically content marketing, SEO, right? All of that, that nifty top of the funnel stuff. And then my next job was product marketing at AWS. And since then, I was in and out of product marketing. And then obviously I took over marketing leadership roles with the CMO role. And there are certain skills that really helped me get into it. So believe it or not, 4,000 years ago or so it seems, I got my undergraduate degree in biology, but my minor was in writing. And so learning how to write was actually extraordinarily key. Not only did it help me change careers into HubSpot because I was really into blogging, but then it turns out that if you can write a story, if you can write a narrative line, you can tell a product story. And so I find a lot of, in fact, I talk to a lot of content marketers who are just like, I'm getting a little bit bored with the constant top of the funnel, middle of the funnel content grind. And if they have a technical bent, it, that's a great path to get into product marketing. It also tends to raise their salaries a bit, but that's neither here nor there. I also have talked to product managers who pivot into product marketing. And usually they do have a storytelling bent. 
the interesting thing is if you talk to like a top of the funnel marketer who's gone into product marketing, they tend to think a lot about how to use the product on the website, right? They're, they're really ideal candidates for product-led growth. If you talk about a product manager who's pivoted into product marketing, they tend to think a lot more about the user persona. And so they have to learn to, to attack the buyer persona. Or if you're just in school and just starting out, think about the fact that product marketing is a translation layer. It's a translation layer in many different ways. First, it's a translation layer between the product and the buyer, right? Not necessarily the product and the user, because in non-product-led growth companies, really the customer success function takes care of the translation to the user, but really the product and the buyer. But then internally, you are very much the glue that holds the company together. In fact, when I was at Visible, I was the VP of product marketing. And uh, at one point, the CEO turned to me and said, you've got contact with more teams than anybody but me. And he was absolutely right because I was on the marketing team, but I talked extensively with the product team, extensively with the sales team and extensively with the customer team. And in fact, I was a translation layer. Like when we would go to roll out a product, I would be, me and my team would be in the room at the same time the customer success team was getting trained. And then me and my team would then translate the product to sales and to the website, right? And to marketing and demand and lions and tigers and bears and the whole thing. So all of this to say, you need to know how to write. You need to love technology. And honestly, you need to love people and communication. And it's not to say that I've never met, uh, you know, quiet, quiet product marketers who've been extraordinarily successful. But if you don't love to interact with people and you don't love thinking about people all the time, you will find it exhausting. So I guess my best tip is the opposite of that is love people, love interacting with people and love translating. So guys, uh, that's all for today's episode. Thank you so much, Jen, for your valuable time and inputs. We'll be featuring you again in future seasons. Sounds good. So nice to meet you. Take care.